episode 15 of the Coaching Through Podcast starts now. Welcome to the Coaching Through Podcast, where recovering people pleasers, codependent, and lack of boundary doers hang out, be vulnerable, and take healing by the hand and say, let's go. I am your host, Vernisa Williams, aka V, MSW, therapist, and exhortation coach. And it is my honor to bring coaching through to the podcast realm to create a safe space to work through your healing by reclaiming your voice. I am a single mom, grandmother, Christ believer, divorcee, social worker, and plant mom. We will coach through the topics of people pleasing, boundaries, being codependent, and much, much more. What's up, y'all? Okay, so the final episode of the series, we are talking about boundaries. If this is your first time listening in to the podcast, what's up? Welcome. For the past two weeks, we have coached through people-pleasing and codependency. And for the final roundup, today is boundaries. I highly suggest you not only listen to episode 13 for people-pleasing and episode 14 on codependency, but also the podcast intro and episode one, so you can get a feel of who we are in this corner of the podcast realm. And I'm telling you, after episode two, You might as well get comfy because you are going to want to stick around. Now, boundaries. As I have said during the last episodes, because there was so much info out there on these topics, I want to focus on boundaries at a different angle. How to create boundaries, how to maintain them, and enforcing the hard work you put into this. Because we are recovering lack of boundary doers, we know this is stressful and frustrating work. Look, sometimes we just want people to leave us alone. Just let us be. If you're not going to do what's right, just stay back. Just back it up. Don't ask us for nothing. Don't call our phone because we don't have time to be uncomfortable or awkward having to deal with all the nonsense you're bringing. But here's the thing. All the feels are legit. However, What will gradually ease us from blaming others for not allowing us to avoid the deeper issue is what we are talking about today. Here's the thing about boundaries. As kids, our caretakers either taught us boundaries or not. What we did learn about boundaries as a pre-K or preschooler, as usually around the time that we start learning about this stuff, it became outdated. It was, quote, with condition and became confusing or forgotten as we grew up. When we were taught stranger danger, that was for our safety and to build awareness. It was to teach us to quickly seek out the familiar, whether that was a person, mommy and daddy, and the environment, our home or our relative's home. Many of the lessons we were taught during our younger years to early adulthood were outdated traditions. But what about boundaries towards our friends and the adults in our lives? Now, that is where it got confusing. When we were little and our friends treated us mean, we were told, oh, be nice, share. They didn't mean it. But mom, they, they kicked me in the shin when I said no. How did they not mean it? Or family. 
What about the family member who made a body shaming comment as to why you could not have another slice of cake? Do you not tell your parents that your feelings were hurt? Some of us as adults are subconsciously living out harmful words spoken by a teacher, a camp counselor, a relative, or from your very own parent. But because you were taught to respect adults, you kept it to yourself, resulting in a deep wound that is still affecting you to this day. That is what I meant by with condition. You can have boundaries with some people some of the time. Just make sure it's not anyone in your life who has significant influence on you. However, boundaries are to protect you from any place, any situation, or any person. Boundaries also teach you to have autonomy, to trust yourself, use problem-solving skills, nurture effective communication, have an awareness of your needs, and communicate them to develop confidence and it determines who you are and will be in relationships and what is to be expected. These are essential tools and more are necessary to build competency, experience, and a healthy well-being. If you noticed, what I said has nothing, not one thing to do with someone on the outside. It has all to do with you. Boundaries help us to avoid danger and resentment towards ourselves and those who take the chance to push our limits. PsychCentral.com mentions five types of boundaries, physical, sexual, intellectual, emotional, and financial. And I love this because in my coaching work, I use a dimensional wellness activity. It goes over the different areas in your life and how it all connects to form wellness. Being aware of your boundaries in each dimension of your life will even more show you how alignment can give you a sense of clarity and peace. And that's number one for me. Let's go back to your younger years. What comes up for you when you think about when not having boundaries began with you? I was bullied from the age of five until 17. At five years old, I encountered my first enemy. This little girl who lived around the corner from me, I didn't know who she was. I don't remember her name. I don't even think back then I even knew her name. I didn't care to know her name because I was scared to death of her. All it took was for her one time to talk mean to me as I was walking home from the store and I did not put her in her place for her to decide I was going to be her target to release whatever she was dealing with in her own little life. That was my second bout with fear, not wanting to run into this girl while I was just playing outside or going to the store for myself or for my family. When the time came when I had to confront the girl, it was at the prompting of my mom. She said to me, either you fight her or I'm going to whip you. That little girl stood there looking at me like Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'll take the whipping for my mama. At least I knew my mom loved me, okay? Let's begin with creating boundaries. Early in the alpha stages of the show, I have mentioned to have boundaries. You must first know what is offensive to you, what you will accept or not accept. What do you like or don't like? 
That's how values and core values come into play to help you create boundaries. Alexander Hamilton said it best. If you stand for nothing, Burr, what will you fall for? I know your name may not be Burr. I had to say it. <laughs> what values do you think you are struggling with? It's making it hard for you to create a boundary for yourself. The value, accountability, consistency, self-love or honesty. What emotions come up for you? Inadequacy, overwhelm or annoyance? The reason I ask you those two questions is because I want you to begin with awareness. You might need to take small steps with creating boundaries or if you can handle a level of assertiveness that will expel any doubt to the receiver that you are not clear of your boundary, then do that. Here are two examples. Small step example. Um, well, I really want to do that for you today, but what about tomorrow? Versus with assertion using eye contact. I can see this is important to you, but that does not work for me. Here's the focus question of this episode. What boundaries do you hold with yourself? Let's discuss that before we get into communicating our boundaries for others to adhere to. Having boundaries is self-care. Lacking boundaries is self-harm. Why do I say that? Because each time we allow someone to disregard a boundary, whether we don't have that boundary in place or struggle to enforce it in the heat of the moment, we are disregarding our needs. We are playing Russian roulette with guilt. Therefore, our mental health is at risk because we allowed it to happen. Now remember, we must be vulnerable and take responsibility for the choices we make regarding our recovery. So when I say you allowed it, me included, we allowed it. Because contrary to what you are used to hearing, you are able to make your own decisions. You are capable of being decisive, assertive, and in control. When you communicate your needs, it was the right thing to do. Even if people respond annoyed, the person who is pushing you mentally to overstep the boundary is unfortunately using their knowledge of you to their advantage. This is what manipulators do. This is what hurt people do. When we continue to go through the rumination, the shoulda, woulda, couldas in our mind, these thoughts will weaken us. The thoughts bring on self-criticism, the see I told you so's, and, and confusion. No more self-harm. Self-care in this context is creating boundaries you hold for yourself. Creating boundaries you hold for yourself looks like if you must gather with family during the holidays, knowing that one person who is toxic will be there, give yourself a time boundary. You will arrive when dinner starts and stay for two hours. You can say this by phone prior to the day. You can say something like, hey, I can't wait to see you, but I can only stay for two hours because of blank. Yes, the person might be disappointed, but remember, self-care, choose your needs and your mental health. You communicated your boundary prior to meeting up. When two hours hit, Enforce it by kissing your loved one goodbye on your way out the door. 
This might be tough, but choose you. Know what you can handle. Be honest with yourself. It is not selfish to want peace. You are not taken away from anyone's happiness. You know why recovering people please are codependent and lack of boundaries doer? Because you are not responsible for anyone's happiness. And since no one is declaring to you that they have taken ownership of your happiness, it's on you. You got this. Give yourself permission to be happy. Know what peace feels like. Knowing you and you alone contributed to it. Another way you can enforce boundaries for yourself is to become proactive. Once you have identified your values, so you have that stable ground to stand on when situations get tight, have a plan in place. I work with a client within my 12-week program whose focus goal was boundaries with food. We came up with a proactive plan for when she wanted to reach for food delivery when familiar emotions came up. Her plan consisted of first, deleting the app, two, knowing what her needs really mean in that moment. Are you reaching for comfort food because you don't feel emotionally safe? Or you want instant gratification and you don't feel like cooking a better meal choice with what you already have at home? Both situations deserve reflection because she discovered there was a need waiting to be met. Being proactive by having a plan in place when her values are being challenged allowed her to take her power back and make the best choice for her. Now, creating boundaries to enforce towards others. For some, this is harder to do than the boundaries we have with ourselves because we can't control people. However, as we get our boundaries in order, let's remember a few things. One, let perspective be your ally. Every time you have to communicate a boundary at home, work, at the grocery store, or wherever, know that each win and challenge gives you the opportunity to grow and make you stronger. Two, heal with empathy. It is good practice from time to time to put your feet in someone else's shoes. Watch how you respond to a boundary that was communicated and enforced to you. What went on in your body? What thoughts came up? Can you use this interaction to realize that everyone needs to have boundaries? So let that be an inspiring enforcer for you to say to yourself, I deserve to have boundaries like everyone else. Three, practice, practice, practice. Push through the discomfort, the unknown, the pushback, there will be a time you will receive opposition, but there will also be a time when you won't. This is a good time to check in with yourself. You can meditate, do breath work, journal, work out, do the work to self-regulate the nervous system. Whatever you need to do after a desired interaction or an unwanted one, identify the need, then provide it. So let's recap. Basic ways to build and enforce boundaries. Know the value and need that speaks to the situation. Identify the boundary. Affirm it to yourself. Lay the foundation. Have a plan of execution, whether it is a way of escape or the removal of temptation. 
Communicate with assertion, remembering your values. Practice, practice, and practice more. After it is all said and done, gift yourself self-love, grace, and compassion. This ends the three-week series of coaching through people-pleasing, codependency, and boundaries. I hope during this time you have gained a new perspective regarding your recovery from maladaptive ways of living. No matter how your life became an emotional battleground for running on empty fumes just to survive, or unintentionally you were conditioned from childhood, just know you are a warrior and a survivor in your own right. Stay on your journey no matter how long it takes, no matter if you are standing alone on the stage of life. My life has shown me that there is a way out, so I can tell you the same. There is relief on the other side. Be determined to experience your healing. You are worthy of it. Until next time and after, be well and peace out.